I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Curiosity, where WDET finds the answers to your questions about everything Detroit. This week's question comes from Savala Trepchinsky. She came across some potentially offensive symbols in one of Detroit's best-known historic neighborhoods and wanted to know what they were doing in the city. I'm standing in the Indian Village neighborhood in Detroit. I am attempting to answer Savala's question about swastikas found in the sidewalk in Indian Village. And throughout my walk, I eventually did find, so far, two swastika-esque symbols. They're sort of the outline of the symbol themselves. In the inside of the, the symbol, it says Acme Quality, and then below it, it says W.L. Kriegoff and Sons Company, 1914. There are a couple of parts to Zavala's question. She asks, why are the sidewalks in Detroit stamped with swastikas? She notes that the stamps look uniform and official, similar to the ones that I found. But she also wants to know if the symbols were there before the rise of the Nazi party in Germany. The short answer is that the 1914 date stamp that I found indicates that these symbols were likely here long before Hitler's rise to power in 1933. And if we're trusting the date stamps in the slabs, they would even predate the original founding of the German Workers' Party in 1919, which ultimately became the Nazi party that committed one of the most horrific systematic genocides ever. But as to why they're in Indian Village, we need to look at the history of the neighborhood in the early 20th century. The name itself and a couple of the streets there reflect a a real important part, I think, of American culture at that time. Back in that period, we had finally, to use an indelicate term, conquered the West. And all of a sudden, Americans kind of embraced the Old West and the Indian ways. That's Joel Stone, the senior curator with the Detroit Historical Society. He says in the early 20th century, Native American culture was so in vogue that traces of the appropriation appear all over Detroit, notably with the symbol, which we're calling swastika. In Navajo culture, it's referred to as the whirling log. It was just one of the things that was adapted when we started doing the architecture around here. If you get into some of the old bars in Detroit, you're going to find swastikas. And of course, they're in the Penobscot building, they're in the uh, Skillman branch of the Detroit Public Library downtown. Prior to the rise of Hitler in the 1930s, swastikas were actually a pretty common sight in the U.S. There are even examples of well-known companies, still around today, using it as part of their advertising in the years prior to World War II. But the symbol's popularity waned as it became associated with the Nazi party. In a state of panic, the people vote for the Nazis. Little do they know what horror they are bringing upon themselves and upon the world. The curse of the swastika. Stone says there was even a move on the part of Native American tribes at the time to distance themselves from the swastika because of the Nazis. But the symbol itself is very old, ancient even, with roots and cultures around the world, notably Africa, Asia, and eventually the Americas. It's sacred in many groups and religions, such as Buddhism and Hinduism. It's had this amazing diaspora. It's been everywhere, and it's meant various things in those places. That's Stephen Heller. He's the co-chair of the School of Visual Arts MFA Design Program in New York. He's also a prolific author whose work includes examining the branding efforts of totalitarian regimes, such as the Nazi Party. He says the swastika's adoption in Europe was extensive, and many groups imbued it with a mythology that incorporated racist ideologies. But Heller says the swastika didn't really gain notoriety until Hitler It was always black. It was always geometric. He tipped it over to its side a little bit so it looks like
like a propeller and put it against a white background with a blood red field surrounding that and it became the graphic mark that we know and are sort of terrified of today. Now the swastika that I found in Indian Village was not tipped at an angle which adds more credence to the idea that it's likely not connected with the Nazis. To answer another part of Savala's question, she wanted to know if the company that laid the concrete was somehow affiliated with the Nazi party. I wasn't able to find too much about the company besides the date of its founding in 1906. There are also U.S. Census records indicating that there were a few Kriegoff families in Detroit in the early 20th century, but none could be conclusively tied to the company itself. Recently, a group of West Village residents have inquired about how to have the concrete slabs removed. The effort begs the question, when and how do you remove historic symbols when they invoke fear? What we like to do is look at the intent. This is Heidi Budai. She's the Michigan Regional Director for the Anti-Defamation League, which was founded more than a century ago to combat anti-Semitism. Budai says when people report symbols like swastikas in neighborhoods, her organization seeks context before taking on the case. While we would strenuously object to it being spray-painted on a street corner in today's world, we would not object to it being used as a design element as it was in the early 1900s in this country. Budai says while the symbol's original meaning was to invoke good fortune, she recognizes that people today, regardless of the context of the symbol, can still be taken aback by seeing the swastika in their daily lives. And when we see it today... It's very jarring to us because we associate it with Nazi Germany and we know that it is one of the most notorious hate symbols used today. Budai says she has received complaints previously about the swastikas in the sidewalk in Indian Village. But the ADL has also fielded other complaints about the symbols in certain Detroit buildings, such as the Detroit Athletic Club. The DAC has been in the news recently as people have called to have the tiles bearing the mark removed. A member of the West Village group seeking to have the concrete replaced in their neighborhood says that effort has been postponed for now. They say that a potential compromise would include placing an educational marker at the location, explaining the swastika's original history while acknowledging that the symbol still invokes fear today. You can find more stories like this by visiting WDET.org curious. There you can also let us know what you're curious about in Detroit and the region. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson.